you don't always need to know why. And I know this is a difficult thing to become comfortable with, the not knowing part, especially for those of us who struggle with control issues. Trust me, I am one of these people. But you don't always need to know why something happened because there are many instances where knowing won't change anything because it has happened. You don't need to know why someone did or said something. I think we get so stuck in the why because we feel like we need to know the reason so that we can either correct what we perceive as wrong about us or we can try and go back and change things or to rationalize things, to rationalize someone's behavior. Sometimes there is no rational behavior. Sometimes people are irrational and they just do things or they just say things. I think the reason we hold on to the why is because we are looking at it from our perspective, right? We are looking at it from a us per perspective, an us problem. And sometimes it's not. Ultimately, the things people do or say are not a reflection of you. Now, this does not mean that you should be willfully ignorant to the way you're showing up, right? If you are maybe doing things yourself that are causing people to respond that way, that's something to hold yourself accountable for, of course. It's really important to be mindful of that. But if you believe that you are showing up as authentically, as honestly, as kindly, as you know, aligned with your morals and values as you can be, and that person behaved a certain way or said something, then ultimately it's not up to you to figure out the why. It's not up to you to solve the mystery because it doesn't say anything about you and your character. Ultimately, it says more about them and their character. And you don't need to know what they think of you, why they would do that thing to you or say that thing to you, because in most cases, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what that person thinks about you. It just matters that they did that thing, you know? And I think we forget that the important part of this, right, letting go and becoming comfortable with not knowing, is focusing more on the what rather than the why. The why being, why did they do this? Why did this happen? Rather than what actually did they do? What actually was the response or what actually was their action and behavior? When it comes to something as you know neutral as rain, you don't ask, you know, why is it raining? Why is it raining? Why, why is it raining? Why does it have to rain? You just think, okay, it's raining. And so now you know to bring an umbrella. You know how to respond or how to react to it. I think the same thing applies to people, right? You wouldn't sit and ask, why did someone ghost me? Even though I know a lot of us do, trust me, I get it. Why, why did they ghost me? Why did they disappear? It's not about that, it's about the what. So you think they ghosted me, they disappeared, they abandoned me, and now I, I know what I need to do, right? And hopefully the thing you do is, is a healthy response that's beneficial for you, right? Not out of revenge for them, but you know what I mean? Like you think, oh, okay, they ghosted me and I don't like people who ghost, so I'm not going to give this any more of my attention and energy because why would I give my attention and energy and my questioning and my reasoning to somebody who does something like that? That person's not aligned with me anyway. So focusing on the what is way more important, I think, than focusing on the why. And of course, there are instances where knowing why something happened is beneficial for you to um, improve, to grow, to, you know, just do better for you. And that's totally valid. I'm not saying this applies to everything in life, but I'm talking specifically about the things that we are hyper-focused on to understand why, because maybe ultimately the focus on the why is our ego trying to validate the deep fear we have about our self-worth, What right? Whatever self-limiting belief we have deep down, our ego is trying to pick at that scab and open up that wound again. So understanding the why is kind of a way to subconsciously do that. And I think that's really 
shitty to do to yourself. It's not fair to you. But I think that is sometimes what we do. We kind of, the self-flagellation is what we have maybe been taught to do, right? We want to know for sure that this person did this. I knew it was because I'm not good enough. I knew it. It's because of this. This is why they did it. And it's like, even if they did it for that reason, let's say they did, which again, we don't know for sure. And also even the fact that they did something is a reflection more, again, on how they show up, right? But let's say, for argument's sake, that they did it because you're just not good enough. And now what? Okay, you know the truth. And now what? <laughs> what does that do for you actually, right? Because how, what does that mean then? What do you do to change whether or not you're good enough in their eyes even, right? It, because that's all about them, right? Not about, oh, I don't feel good enough for me. I'm not showing up in the way I want to show up. I'm not doing the things for myself that I know are kind and loving. That's different. Yeah, do what you need to do to feel good enough for you. But you're looking at it from their perspective of what they deem good enough. So if you knew that that person disappeared because you're just not good enough in their eyes, what are you going to do? Change yourself to be good enough specifically for them? But there's someone else in this world that you are perfect for or great enough for. And you won't have to change anything or you won't have to do anything that's unaligned with who you actually are and your morals and your values. And ultimately, I think the reason we should be comfortable with not knowing is because there are many things in life that you can't and won't know. There are just some things you won't, right? There are many instances where you will never get an answer. And even if you got an answer, it wouldn't be satisfying. There's sometimes answers that we get that are just not really answers we can do anything with. So imagine seeking out an answer for months, years, being so hyper-focused on the why, on the why, and then you get an answer for the why and it's just not satisfying enough. And now you've wasted all this time and energy and there's no release, there's no catharsis. When this whole time you could have just chosen to be comfortable with the why, you could have chosen to give yourself the closure that you were seeking out from this other person. Because ultimately we do have the power to give ourselves that closure, whatever that might look like for you. And being okay with not knowing, with not knowing the why is ultimately the best and most kindest thing you can do for yourself in some cases, right? Just letting yourself not know and, and not care <laughs> and having that blissful ignorance to those specific things, right? I just don't know. I won't know and it doesn't ultimately matter for me because again if you're showing up authentically and in alignment with who you want to be and how you want to show up knowing the why what is that going to do for you if you're not willing to actually change because you are in alignment with who you want to be knowing the why doesn't matter at the end of the day because it won't do anything for you and also there are many things in life that even if you know the reason why even if you get that reason and it's a satisfying reason you can't change you can't do anything with it because that's just how life is sometimes. Life is not fair. You know, there are many things we cannot control, we cannot change, we can't do anything about. So acceptance is the only other option. And sometimes acceptance means just not knowing the why, letting go of the need to know it, because who knows if you're even capable of changing it. And ultimately, there are many more things in life that are worth your time and energy. And this is especially true if you are so focused on the way someone showed up in a relationship with you, right? There are so many more important things for you that require your attention and your energy. Maybe more people in your life that require that attention and energy that you're giving to this person in this situation to try and figure out why. When you could be giving that back to yourself or to other people that are showing up, that are not disappearing or abandoning you or doing things that make you feel bad. Take that energy and attention and, and, and give it there. Put it there, put it where the energy is actually flowing and not knowing, letting yourself not know, letting yourself have this blissful ignorance sometimes. It doesn't mean you're stupid. It doesn't mean you, you don't know things. And I think sometimes that's a reason why we hold on to wanting to know why all the time. 
to make us feel like we're in the know, that we're not dumb, that we we understand and we have all the information. It doesn't mean any of that to just be comfortable with not knowing. It doesn't prove or validate your ability to know things or your capability to be smart to choose not to know something that you might not be able to change ultimately that doesn't really matter because you're doing whatever you need to do in your alignment. It doesn't mean anything about you. Again, it all comes back to it doesn't say anything about you. And I think taking away that very intense focus on our self-worth and making it a more neutral thing, right? As neutral as rain, as the process of rain is really helpful in in being able to be comfortable with not knowing why. Because you don't need to know ultimately. And it's only doing yourself a disservice. It's only stressing you out, focusing on the why, needing to know. If you find yourself like that, and I've been in this situation too, I'm not saying that I am somehow above this, of course, like I am a control freak in many cases, right? And I'm nosy sometimes too. If you find yourself hyper-focusing on the why, I need to know the why, I just need to know. If I know the why, I'll feel better, I'll have closure, I'll understand things better. Ask yourself what it is behind the why that you actually need to know. What is it there that's actually making you become obsessed with this? And probably what's behind it has nothing to do with the actual why behind why someone did something. It's probably more about you and the way you see yourself and the way you fear other people are seeing you. That kind of stuff can only be worked on within yourself. All That stuff is only about you and within you. So the why, the knowing the why, if it's really causing you a lot of distress and it's really taking your time and attention away from you and not letting you live comfortably and okay and just doing the things you need to do, really think about that. Ask yourself, what is it behind the why? What's behind the why that I'm focusing on here? Is it just that I'm trying to validate some self-limiting belief about myself to prove to myself like, see, I knew you weren't good enough and that's why they did this thing and now they've confirmed it or whatever. I hope this was helpful. I feel like many of us get stuck in this need to know why. And acceptance is such an important part of any personal growth journey. It's something I've had to learn throughout my own journey. I've worked on a lot in therapy. I've had to work on by myself too because it's an ongoing process. It's really important to be able to just accept things for what they are and let them go for your own peace of mind, not for anybody else, not to forgive anybody or to absolve them. It's for you ultimately. And this does not mean to let yourself repeat the same issues again or the same mistakes or to go back to the same people who have done these things. No, focus on the what. What did they do? How did that make you feel? Okay, what are you going to do in response to it? Not about why did they do it and focusing on what that means about you. No, it's about the what. So I hope this was helpful. I hope it was insightful. Um, Again, for anyone who doesn't know, I offer one-to-one calls if you want to book with me and ask for my direct specific guidance. Um, you can follow me on Instagram, you can follow me on TikTok, and also my Substack. I post articles on there regularly. I also have a podcast on there where I am also posting guidance sessions for one to many people rather than one-to-one calls. I am posting sessions there where I answer specific questions that I get asked often that I don't really have a place to go and answer them. So if you want to hear my specific advice, you can subscribe to that. You can send in your questions and I'll answer them in the following episodes of that podcast. Um, But yeah, other than that, thank you for listening and I'll be back next week with another episode.